Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with Libby Timmerman of Heart and Soul Dance and Performing Arts Studio in Cherokee, Iowa. Libby's sharing how she unexpectedly became a dance studio owner at the age of 14 and how she's grown from teaching 25 students in her first year to now having a multifaceted performing arts studio with 145 students and a staff of 10. They offer tap, jazz, ballet, musical theater, hip-hop, tumbling, acrobatics, and more. She's also expanded from one studio to three and restored two historic buildings in the process. Libby is all about creating opportunities for others to be a part of the studio and to stay in their hometown just like she did. I know you're just going to love this interview. Before we get started, I want to talk about your brand goals for 2024. Is a new website on your list? If so, I want to help you make this happen. Branded by Rural Revival, our rural design studio for small businesses and small towns can help you get a new website up and running in 15 days or less. Yes, you heard that right. If you're a DIYer, our website templates will give you a great foundation to start from, and you can update that template with your brand colors, fonts, logo, and info and customize it for yourself. We'll walk you through the process step-by-step in our tutorial videos. If DIY is not your thing and you just want to hand this over to us to get this done quickly, we've got you covered. Our custom website process really can get you a new website in 15 days or less. Whatever you need, we're here to help you grow your business online. You can find out more at brandedbyruralrevival.co or through our socials, and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And now, here we go with Libby Timmerman. All right, today we're with Libby Timmerman of Heart and Soul Dance and Performing Arts Studio in Cherokee, Iowa. Libby, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about you. We're here in your hometown today, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, in Cherokee. Okay. What was it like growing up here? I, you know, it's a typical small town. Yeah. Um, I was born and raised here. I lived in the same exact house my entire life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just... I don't know. You, you just know the same people forever, grow up with the same exact people, and everybody knows everybody, which is good and bad, but just having a close community is definitely awesome. Absolutely. I think all of us can relate to that in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So have you always loved dancing and performing? Yeah, I have. I've been performing since I was, well, I was on stage when I was six. It was okay. the first time I was on stage, but my mom has videos of me when I was like two okay, dancing and singing because she said that no one would believe her if I, <laughs> if she didn't have video proof of it. So we have VHSs at home of me singing and dancing and <laughs> yep. But I was on stage when I was six and, um, just has taken off from there. Okay. Yeah. So when did this idea for a dance studio come into play? So it was actually never my idea. It okay. was not my original idea. I had no intention of being a dance studio owner at all. Um, I was actually under the instruction of another woman who owned a small studio. And I was like assistant teaching for her when I was 13. Kind of like, you know, when you start getting into that part-time job kind of feel. Yeah. And I was assisting with some classes and she had... Um, some medical stuff go on. And actually a month before the recital, she quit. 
and everybody had costumes and everybody was ready for recital. And so all the parents asked me, they were like, Libby, you know, all the dances, will you do the recital? I was like, oh my (laughs) word. Okay. So my mom helped me. And you're 14. I was 13 13. at this time. Oh my goodness. 13 at this time. And my mom helped me. We put it on and it was great. And I was like, I'm starting high school, you know, next year. And, uh, just was something I wasn't focused on. I was focused on starting high school. Yeah. And a few months later, my mom starts getting some calls from the dance parents and they're like, when's Libby starting dance again? And she goes, she's not, (laughs) this this is not her studio. This is not her thing. And we sat down and we had a talk and the woman who owned the building too, who would become my landlord for a while, we all sat down and they're like, you could do this. Like you could, you could actually do this. And so she gave me a really good deal on rent, you know, for only being 14. (laughs) And, um, my mom was like, I'll help you do all the bookkeeping and all of that kind of stuff. And so I started that year when I was 14, freshman in high school. And I think I started with like 25 kids that year. Um, which was still overwhelming for me. Absolutely. Even. And I think we're going into our 13th season now. Amazing. So, yeah. But even then, you didn't necessarily have long-term no. plans to continue it because you went away to college. And- yes, I did. I, I was like, you know, this is a great part-time job. Yeah. It was great income. I always had, you know, money and everything. And then my... Um, freshman year of college, going into college, I pretty much, I hadn't make a, made a final decision because I loved the studio. Yeah. I just was on break and um, went to college and I decided I was going to go to the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, which doesn't make it easy to travel back on weeknights <laughs> to teach dance class. <laughs> so uh, while I was there, I just, God really put on my heart, like, this is not something you can give up. Yet, this is not something, you know, it's not everything it's chalked up to be to move off to a big city and get away from things of your small town. It's, it's actually better that you go back. So I ended up transferring to Iowa State University. And while I was at Iowa State, my husband and my mom still think I'm crazy. Um, I was dating my husband all throughout this as well. Okay. So he, he watched the whole process. And he's from here too, right? He is also from here, yeah. yes. We were both born in, well, he wasn't born here, but raised here. Okay. And I would travel back Monday nights from Ames, and I would teach dance all night Monday and drive back for class on Tuesday. Which is like three hours? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Two and a half hours. So I would drive about five hours round trip on Mondays. <laughs> and then I would drive back on Friday. And I would teach Friday night and Saturday all day and then drive back on Sunday. And I did that for four years. Wow. (laughs) Yep. That's amazing. Yes. So at that point, were you kind of like, all right, I'm going to come home after school and do this? Yes, absolutely. And that was when in my junior to senior year, we decided um, I need more space. Okay. I was outgrowing my small one room at this rental you know, I, I just didn't have the space for it anymore. And I was still teaching all of the classes at this time. I was the only teacher doing everything. And we, the building that my mom had bought, um, had an old 
upstairs that wasn't being used and we decided to fully renovate that and turn it into two dance studios and that's where we are today right yes yeah it's beautiful thank you we'll put some pictures on the blog so everyone can see it but yeah it's amazing yeah so was there a big learning curve did you feel like when you took it over like when you were 14 (laughs) yes oh yeah definitely because I didn't know I didn't know any of the business side of things. Yeah. None of the business side. It was like, and while I was 14, I was still taking dance class myself. Yeah. My mom was driving me to Sioux City for dance every week. Wow. So I would go and I would take class and then come back and teach at the same time. And was just trying to like take in as much information as possible and, you know, teach the kids as much as I could. But definitely the biggest thing for me, which I thank my mom so much for now is the business side of things. Wow. Because I I never would have known any of that. That's not stuff that they teach in high school. It's right. not things that they teach even in college unless you go that direct path. Mm-hmm. So to know how to do payroll and taxes and um, just how to keep books at sure. all. And now I now I do it all on my own. You know, I am my bookkeeper. <laughs> so, As most of us are. Yes. <laughs> Small town business owners. I'll, yeah. I'll do it. So do you feel like it just slowly grew over the years? Like yeah. you just kind of kept adding things or what did that look like? Yeah. So definitely the growth process has been the craziest. And if you come up into the studio and you look around at all of our pictures, you can see it a lot. Um, you know, like I said, started with 25 students and myself. Yeah. And now... I'm up to, gosh, we just had, we just started our new season. I think I have 145 kids. Amazing. And I have three adult teachers and I have seven high school assistants. That is so cool. Yes. So the growth has just been like, not just the registration numbers, but also the growth of the studio. You know, we started with just the basics, um, ballet, tap, jazz. Mm -hmm. And through the years, we've started developing like, um, I found a real love for acrobatic dancing. I love teaching acrobatics and we are a very strong acrobatic studio. Um, we also love musical theater because that's my love. Um, so being able to share that with the kids. So we started slowly adding those classes, musical theater, hip hop, tumbling, um, point, lyrical, jazz, all of the extra dances. And so now, you know, I'm up here as a pretty much a full-time job all week long teaching classes to two and a half to 18 year olds. So (laughs) it's, it's definitely grown just, it's been crazy for me to even sit back and not go teach every single class. I have to remind myself like, and that was a different, that was a learning curve for the parents too, because some of my like consistent parents who I've had their kids for a long time when I wasn't going to teach their class anymore it was well what are you doing well I have another class that I have to teach you know Janae or Hannah or Sarah is going to teach this class so and the coolest thing about my teachers um is my main assistant teacher is Janae Casson and we met through my brother she is my brother's girlfriend Oh, wow. And my brother, if you talk to my brother, he is nothing dance, nothing arts, nothing. And one day he comes home and I meet his new girlfriend 
and she has been a competitive dancer her entire life. She's from Lamar's, Iowa. Which is right down the road. Yes. And like has this passion and this love for dance. And she was just kind of in this position of like, she was going to college, but she didn't really know what she wanted to do. And we started talking and now she pretty much runs the studio with me, which is amazing. She's my partner in crime. Great. (laughs) And then my other two main teachers, um, Sarah Lau and Hannah Mummert, they are both previous dancers of mine who have decided to stay in Cherokee and teach as well. So yes, that's been the most amazing part for me is watching the girls that I trained become teachers for me. And be able to stay here and do that. Absolutely. And that's why I take the high school training program that I do so important. I make it so important because I want these girls to know that if you want to stay and go to a community college or you want to stay and you want to do online classes, there is an option for you here. You can stay and you can do this. It's okay. Um, And just for them to know, like, you'll have a, you'll have a steady income. I'll pay you. You can still have the studio because the studio is like home to most of them. They're up here three to four days a week. So it's, that's, what's been really important for me. I love that so much. And I feel like what you offer if you were to just look at it online, you would feel like, well, this is in a city because you'd have to go to a city mm-hmm. to find something like this. But you get to offer that in a small town. Yeah. What does it mean to you to be able to do that? Oh, oh my goodness. It's, it's hard to even explain because I never, I never saw it getting like this yeah. ever. And there's some days I have to go sit at home and be like, is, is this real? Yeah. Is this really what God has given me, yeah. you know, cause I never knew God's path for my life. I always wanted to be a performer. I wanted to move to New York. I wanted to go do the big things. And this is where God has led me. And now I'm blessed with my husband and my daughter and all of these young women and men who I get to work with every single day. And that is what means the world to me is I get to touch the future generation and to you know, through dance, even share the word of God, as well as, you know, how to be a young man and a young woman, and to be, you know, just, just a good human being. Yeah. And trying to raise a good generation of good human beings. Yeah. It's almost like you're living this dream that you never realized was your dream. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a secret dream. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, (laughs) very cool. I would imagine this requires a lot of your time during nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. So how do you balance all of that with having a family? Yeah. So when, when it was just me, it was pretty easy. Um, and then I got married and even then it was pretty easy. And then we had, um, our daughter Esther. And so when Esther was little, my husband was actually still in seminary too. So we have, we have this schedule where I have her all day okay, and then he has her in the evenings okay. and then we get our little bit of, you know, nine o'clock at night catch up time. Um, <laughs> but we both make it, um, we make sure that we take Fridays off. So we always get Fridays together. Um, but you know, now too, we're getting into our competition season because we also offer competitive dance which a lot of studios around here don't offer. I think we're the closest studio in like a 30-mile radius or 25-mile radius that offers competitive dance. And 
that'll take up our weekends now too we do six dance competitions in the spring so that's a whole weekend in sioux falls or sioux city competing and you know but that's our family thing we do that as a family we go and we we make a trip out of it so it's just part of your life it is it's just become part of our schedule he he knows i'm gone in the evenings and i know he's gone during the day and the best thing about it is we just both get to be home with our daughter yeah. So even it even works. though we yeah even though we both still work, we both get to be home with her and spend time with her, and we find time for each other too. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, what advice would you have? I just love that you started this when you were in high school, mm-hmm. and I, that's a conversation I've been having a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Is you can start a business when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's important to have the right people around you. Absolutely. But what advice would you have for people thinking about starting a business in high school and just helping them understand like how to even go about doing that? Yeah, I would definitely say just go for it. Don't don't be scared to do it because it, it is terrifying and it seems like a huge undertaking, but there are people who will help you. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, I was a little bit, lucky because my mom was also a small business owner so she kind of knew the ins and outs of that but living in a small town go find any small business owner and say can I sit down and talk with you how how did you do this how did you start this and they will be willing to help you I can almost guarantee it because they all started in the exact same place of what the heck am I doing right so you've just got to put yourself out there and be willing to ask the questions because my whole, oh, my probably my whole first three to four years, all it was was questions. Yeah. How, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? And eventually it'll just become habit. It'll become easy. And then you can grow and develop. And, you know, I mean, I'm learning new things every year. Yeah. And I'm developing new things every year. So just, just do it. If you feel like you're called to be in your hometown, you feel like you're called to start that business, you've got to just take the leap, find the people who can back you up, find the people who can help you and just, just go from there and just, you know, put your faith in God. Cause that's what I had to do. And just, just say like, okay, if this is where you're leading me, then this is, this is what I'm going to do. And failure is part of life. And mm-hmm. the hard thing about a small business and something I had to tell myself is for the first five years, you're probably not going to make any money. Right. You're not. You're not going to make any money. I didn't. All of my money went right back into the business. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. You want the money to be going back into the business. Now I'm finally at a point where, you know, I pay myself regularly to teach and I pay all my teachers and things like that. You will eventually get to that point if you have a successful business, but you have to be willing to go through the hard years first before you get to the successful years. Yeah, the building years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I feel you there. Um, And I want you to talk about this building too because Mm -hmm. it was not just all set up and ready for you to just come in and start having classes. No, no. We, um, 2018 into 2019, we had started to outgrow our space and my mom and I were debating really hard like ah where where could we go there's you know like do I just take out a loan do I build something and go into a lot of debt you know which I might have had to do and my mom was like 
she had just bought this building a few years prior and had fixed up the whole um, main level. And she's like, you know, why don't we go upstairs and Mm -hmm. see what upstairs looks like? And we went up here and there was no electricity, no running water. Uh, We're walking around with flashlights. (laughs) The roof had caved in before they put the new roof on. There was no windows open, nothing. And we walked around and we both were just like, we could do this. We could definitely do this. And that was another thing too of having a small business, having connections. Because then from there it was, well, we have a dance dad who runs a construction business. So let's talk to him and see what he would be willing to do, you know. And we have another dance dad who does electrical. And we have another uncle who does um, water and all these things. And it came together from there. We just, in January, we decided this is what we're going to do. And... um, you know, it was like my first loan I had to take out, my first big girl thing that I had to do. Um, I was still in college at the time. I was finishing my senior year. So I was in Ames as renovations were going on in the building. So I would come back every weekend to teach. I was still teaching in my old studio while the renovations were happening here and being like, okay, what's going on? You know, where are we this week? Kind of a thing. Had to, we gutted the building completely. Wow. It hadn't been touched since the forties was the last time someone was up here. And, um, like I had said before they put a new roof on, the ceilings had caved, the windows had all been boarded off and we redid everything. We tore out walls, we put in electrical, we put in water, toilets. Um, yeah, we put in everything pretty much. And then my mom bless her. She did all of the cosmetic work, my mom and my aunt and myself. When I could, we painted the entire place, Mm -hmm. tore all the wallpaper off of every (laughs) wall, every wall, um, painted everything and decorated everything. And we did the project. Like I said, we started in January and we were up here. I was up here teaching June 1st. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were in college. And I was in college <laughs> the whole time. I was. I was in my senior year, so I was, like, trying to get it finished. Yeah. Um, but it was I, – I still can't believe we got it done. Yeah. I cannot believe. And now, actually um, – I didn't tell you this before, but we have this space here. And just in the past year, my mom and I and my aunt, we actually bought the old Knights of Columbus Hall here okay. in Cherokee as well. And we just renovated that. And that is my third studio space now. Yes. Amazing. Yes. I have three studio spaces now. And that was also, that building was definitely not as bad as this building. Okay. Um, that one had been used a bit more, but, um, we opened up the vaulted ceiling in there and redid the whole vaulted ceiling and, um, redid the beautiful wood floors and repainted and put new electrical in. And it's, it's really become beautiful down there too. So the dancers have been pretty spoiled this year with having three studio spaces. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that being said, what's next for you? Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely our big project this year was that. Okay. Um, I am, you know, really just loving having the studio. Uh-huh. And um, we expanded more in teachers this year, expanded more in space this year, and still just learning how to be a mom of a one-year-old 
and run a business sure. and be a wife. And um, I'm also directing the musical for our local community theater this summer. So just trying to trying to get back into all of the music and arts that I also love to do while still running the business is kind of Very my plan. Cool. Yeah. What's, what's the show this summer? We're doing Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have to come up for that one. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> what does it mean to be able to bring all of these cool things to your small town and have a business here and, and be involved in the community like that? It's been it's been a true blessing, honestly, yeah. because something in a small town that is, I think is really important is keeping the kids involved. And one way I do that is, you know, by having them up in the studio and yeah. by allowing, you know, my high school girls who would otherwise maybe just be driving around or hanging out or things like that. They're up here teaching. They have responsibilities. Um, but other than that, just to know that I've been able to renovate two historical buildings in this town and bring life back to them, bring life back to a building on main street. Um, and you know, for people to be able to sit at the coffee shop across the street or be walking around downtown shopping and see all the little girls running up in their leotards and tights and, (laughs) you know, coming up for dance class that, that means so much to me and how many community members will come to our dance recital who have no affiliation with any of the dancers they just want to support us. Yeah. You know, we'll be in the rodeo parade, which is something we just do for fun. Uh-huh. And how much support we'll get from that. Wow. Um, just to see that, you know, people in the community love what we're doing. They love what we're doing for the youth with not only dance, but theater and music because Cherokee is such a strong arts community. We are such, we have so many talented people here in this community. Wow. And just continuing to try to spread that. Mm-hmm is the biggest realization for me was I always thought that I was supposed to be the performer. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be the one doing that. But I've discovered I'm more of the behind-the-scenes person. Yeah. I'm the person training the kids to be the performers, to be the one to just give them the tools to go and share it with others. And that's been the biggest gift for me. I love that so much. Well, how do we follow along and keep up with all that you have going on? Yeah, so I have, I'm very bad at social media. Um, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm 26 and horrible at social media. But uh, I have a Facebook page yep. for Heart and Soul Dance and Performing Arts Studio. I post pretty much everything on there. Um, we also have an Instagram under the same. Or you can just follow me on Facebook, Libby Timberman. Okay. I post everything on there as well. It's pretty much my entire Facebook page is my daughter and my dance studio. Okay. So, yeah, feel free to just follow us along on there. And we also have a website that you can find on our Facebook page. Okay. And we will link to all that in the show notes. So let me thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I just love Libby's heart to impact future generations through dance and provide artistic opportunities for all ages in her community. I'm really excited to watch her continue to grow her studio and impact those around her. Be sure to check out the show notes where you can follow Libby and keep up with everything that she has going on. Huge thanks to Libby for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.